everyone. This is Elizabeth Carlyle on Heal Yourself Naturally with Ayurveda. Thank you for joining me. I'd like to continue talking about the gallbladder since the last episode and ways in which we can improve its performance in our digestive process. Last week's discussion focused on the liver and the many functions it performs on a daily basis. As I mentioned, everything we ingest passes through the liver. The quality of our blood represents the state of our liver. However, a large part of this digestive operation is performed by the gallbladder. And this is an often overlooked primary function in the success of our digestion. A malfunctioning gallbladder is responsible for many illnesses, which often result in the removal of the gallbladder. We want to avoid this drastic step by taking preventative measures, which I'm going to outline here. Just a review from the last podcast, the liver produces the bile, which is then stored in the gallbladder. This bile is essential for the digestion of the fats that we eat on a daily basis. Before we eat, the gallbladder is full of bile, which is a dark, sticky-like substance. As we eat, the gallbladder releases the bile into the duodenum, which is the upper part of the small intestine so that by the end of the meal, the bile has been used up and the gallbladder is empty. This bile is an essential part of breaking down nutrients that can be then absorbed into the bloodstream. Fat-soluble vitamins, fat-soluble toxins are broken down by the bile. If this fails to happen, then these toxins, which should be eliminated, can be reabsorbed into the bloodstream and deposited elsewhere in the body. Problems with the liver and gallbladder will show up as constipation, loose bowel movements, nausea, bloating, gas, all issues resulting from toxins that could not be eliminated into the bile and flushed out through the large intestine. Bile fluid is alkaline. This is necessary in the digestive process as the digestive juices are highly acidic. If the bile flow 
is malfunctioning, then the very acid digestive juices are released into the intestines, causing inflammation, ulcers, and possibly infection. Let's say there is more fat distributed into the bile than normal. This situation overwhelms the gallbladder. Then the bile and the fat combine to create a thick, gluey sludge. If this action persists, the sludge buildup will eventually clog the gallbladder and the ducts. Now, this sludge gets thicker if we eat and drink ice-cold foods and beverages. The cold actually causes the fats to thicken and congeal. So too many thick, hard-to-digest oils will increase the sludge as well. As I mentioned previously, this thickening of the bile leads to inflammation and the formation of gallstones. Bile is fundamental in the elimination of cholesterol also. Bile breaks it down. So if the bile has become clogged, what happens to the cholesterol? Well, it begins to form gallstones. Gallstones are predominantly made of cholesterol. Gallstones are the most common disease of the gallbladder. They affect almost one in every 10 people. Obesity or consuming large amounts of unhealthy fats can contribute to the formation of gallstones. But also, losing weight too rapidly can force the gallbladder into processing excessive amounts of fat. So, the best way to lose weight is slowly, purposefully, one to two pounds per week. Sludge in the gallbladder may not be easily detectable by anyone. But if you look at the color of the stool, and I know a lot of people don't, but it's a good idea to look at the stool, the color should naturally be a medium brown. But if one is constipated, the stools stay in the colon and they become very dark. And this can be an indication of sludge. Also, pale and yellow-colored stools may mean that there is a lack of bile flow. When one feels that they have not completely eliminated 
this is also an indication of possible bile sludge. If we feel pain in the upper right abdomen under the ribs, this is also often an indication that bile isn't flowing effectively. Western medicine or allopathy utilizes many different methods to remedy gallstones and other gallbladder issues, including surgery and antibiotics. Uh, They will use chemotherapy and radiation for gallbladder cancer medication, and shock waves to dissolve gallstones. And they will tell you that if you don't have the gallbladder removed, you are susceptible to recurrent growth of the stones. The answer to gallstones is simply work to thin the bile and get the sludge moving through and out of the system. Digestive issues take time to clear up completely, but the body is a marvelous organ and given the proper tools can heal and repair itself. On another note, a malfunctioning thyroid gland can affect the bile. Lack of thyroid hormones decrease the ability of the liver to metabolize cholesterol. This in turn affects bile flow out of the gallbladder and increases the likelihood of gallstones which are created from excess cholesterol. So, low thyroid function accompanied by high cholesterol, fatigue, weight gain, depression, hair loss, and also decreased bile production and bile flow, all create these problems. Everything we ingest goes through the liver and requires this bile to metabolize properly, releasing the unwanted wastes into the intestines for quick removal from the body. Otherwise, these waste toxins are reabsorbed into the body and lead to disease. The liver also disposes of the used hormones, including estrogen. If the bile doesn't flow, the estrogen is reabsorbed into the body. Rising the estrogen levels can lead to fibroids, cysts on the breasts and ovaries, birth control pills, infertility drugs, hormone replacement, 
are all processed by the liver and dumped into the bile. So thinning the bile becomes imperative to ensure these wastes are expelled from the body. Acid reflux or GERD is another problem relating to low-functioning thyroid, liver, and gallbladder sludge. In addition, if bile remains thick, the digestive juices will maintain their high acid levels and go into the bloodstream, causing high acid levels in the blood. The body usually counters this action by leaching calcium out of the bones to lower this pH. This ultimately can lead to osteopenia and osteoporosis. With all that out of the way, let's look at increasing the production and the flow of bile and preventing these situations from developing. Ayurveda says we all need to have those six tastes daily. And what are those tastes? Sweet, sour, salty, bitter, astringent, and pungent the six tastes of Ayurveda. Sweet taste includes fruits and milk and grains and coconut, for instance. Sour is citrus fruits or lemon and lime. Salty, we all know salty. Pungent is black pepper, chilies, cloves, cinnamon. Bitter, bitter is bitter leafy greens. For instance, an astringent is cranberries, pomegranates, persimmons, sprouts, and even some veggies like cauliflower, asparagus, and broccoli. Cook with spices to add more of these flavors. But bitter taste is the most important for improving bile production in the liver. Bitter taste. Spices that promote bile production include chicory, and we can find even chicory for replacement for coffee replacements and substitutes, chamomile, yellow dock, and Ayurvedic herbs such as gaduchi and bumi amalaki are famous for helping to cleanse, slowly cleanse. The liver. Avoid any heavy, hard to digest foods such as hard cheeses, cold dairy products, red meat, deep fried food, margarine, and some of those heavy vegetable oils like canola or sunflower. Better choices are Cooked beets, which are the best food to promote bile flow. Artichokes as well. Apples and carrots, raw or cooked, 
are also recommended. But we want to choose warm cooked food such as chicken, turkey, fish, grains, vegetables, freshly made cheeses that are soft, such as buffalo mozzarella, ricotta, cottage cheese, and queso fresca. Then also ghee, nut milks, seeds, fresh and dried fruits. Avoid those ice-cold beverages which put out the digestive fire. And there is a famous Ayurvedic formula called triphala, which promotes bile flow and is easily attainable online in many stores. It's a good idea to stop eating when you are 75% full. It takes the body at least 20 minutes to register that it's full. This is important in maintaining good bile flow and not overwhelming the liver and the gallbladder. I would like to thank Marianne Teitelbaum for her book, Healing the Thyroid with Ayurveda, which will provide even more information about these issues if you'd like to pick up that book. My affirmation for today, quality food travels easily through my body, providing energy and nutrition. Again, quality food travels easily through my body, providing energy and nutrition. Thank you for joining me. Please join me again next time. And if you have any questions or comments, please visit my Facebook page. I would also like to add that if there's any topic you would like addressed, please leave me a message on that Facebook page, Healing-Ayurveda, and I will be happy to accommodate you. Thank you and blessings. Mm-hmm.